Hi guys, welcome to today's edition of Startup Couches. And on the couch today, we have Jared. Jared is the co-founder and head of operations at One Pitch. Welcome, Jared. Hi there, everyone. Thanks for tuning in today. And uh, thanks for having me on the show. I'm really excited to chat with you. Yes, this is um, exciting for me too. So on the couches, what we do is we bring people that are building amazing products to the couch, um, let them share their journeys, and, you know, inspire all the listeners. And we learn about the products they're building, you know, and week on week, we bring new people. Um, diving just right into the questions. The first question I have for you is, what is One Pitch and how does it all work? So One Pitch is a, we're a software as a service and we essentially, we help brands identify the most relevant journalists to connect with and to pitch their news to. And we actually, we started the service way back in 2017. Um, and we actually kind of pivoted our model, our service model in November of 2020. So now we're more formally known as uh, One Pitch, but our service is One Pitch Scores. And the, the way that that works um, if you're, you know, a PR professional, marketing professional, communications professional, or maybe, you know, you work at a startup and you, you don't have the budget to afford those types of teams, you can come in and use our service. And there's a couple of different options that you could do to receive your list of journalists to connect with. You can either submit a pitch, you could upload a press release, or you could just provide a description of the company or the client that you work on behalf of share that information with our system and we will scan our database of reporters and editors and we'll look through all of the articles that they've written over a period of time and provide you with a curated list of matches based on the information that you've shared with us okay so if i get you correctly you help mm -hmm. start, um connect to pr services for any kind of um you know press release um, raises announcements and all of that kind of media um, related news or announcements, yep. right? Yep, you, yeah, you're exactly right. And it's, it's not just startups either. We actually work with, we work with a lot of PR agencies as well as marketing and communication agencies. Okay. Uh, we, also, we also work with a lot of in-house teams. So those are people who work on you know, behalf of brands, both small and big. Okay. Um, and we've we've had the pleasure of working with some, you know, some pretty big names, uh, as well as a lot of startups who are to gain press and know the value that that provides for their company. Okay, okay. I think that's actually really really amazing. I think um, a lot of startups. I'm 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 saying this because um, a lot of startups when they start, they usually don't have like budgets for like PR, they don't have budgets for like um, all the marketing releases press releases and things like that even though they have interesting mm -hmm. things happening um in their industry because startups are really really high growth and fast paced and so um this is actually um an amazing solution for that so um i think you're doing a great thing and so i guess my next question Thank would be um who are your biggest customers i know you've mentioned PR agencies, people working in marketing internally for other companies, and just start. Mm -hmm. um, I, I'd like to know who, where, 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 what percentage, or where do you get the best customers from? Where do you get the most um, um, 
MRR from? Yeah, that, that's a, that's a great question. I would say everyone is is the best in my book. Um, but when we we kind of break down our user base and we're looking at the types of users that we you know we provide services for, the majority of them do come from agencies. And I think okay. part of the reason part of the reason for that is primarily because you know they're pitching on behalf of multiple brands, yes. not necessarily just one like an in-house rep might be or like yeah. a startup for example. So a lot. A lot of our user base are again PR and marketing and communications focused agencies. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of them are from North America, but we do also work with quite a few overseas. And we've actually been able to, you know, help all of those folks not only get in touch with uh, with these reporters and journalists, but we've we've also helped quite a few of them secure placements within the publications that they're looking to to get their name inserted into. Okay, okay, that makes that makes sense. Um, I think that's really, really amazing. So, how long have you been building this, and how would you define growth today at One Pitch? We started One Pitch back in September of 2017. So we've been doing this for almost four years now, and I, I mentioned briefly before, but we we actually when we first launched our service. Um, we had a, a different service model at the time. We were more of a distribution vehicle, where we would take pitches from reporter, or excuse me, from these PR professionals and you know the other groups that I mentioned, and we would actually send them to reporters and journalists on their behalf. And okay. we worked, you know, essentially with a two-sided user base. We we opted in all of the reporters and journalists that we worked with. So that they would basically receive pitches related to the subject matter that they write about, and we we realized actually during the pandemic, when we saw a little bit of user drop off, that we actually needed to revisit our service our service offering. Okay. And after reviewing some of the feedback that we had gotten from each side of our user base, we recognized a couple of things. Uh, one of them, in particular, was that. The reporters and the editors and all of those journalists that we were working with from the start had told us about the types of stories that they wanted to, you know, or, the, or that they either write it about or the types of pitches that they wanted to receive. But we noticed that there was kind of a disconnect between the pitches that they were receiving and the ones that they actually wanted to write about. Okay. And on the same side, we we noticed a lot of the PR professionals wanting more. Control over who received their message, or who they were able to reach out to, instead of relying on us to find those best people. So okay. that's where we 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 kind of shifted our model a little bit. And now, again, what we do is we we still have the opportunity for people to share their news with us. And instead of sending that out, we basically comb through our database and we say, okay, here's your list of the top ten journalists that are most likely to write about your news okay. because. They've written similar stories like that in the past,、Before. and、yeah. we can and we and we can provide a list of those articles, and we provide a lot more other data points that prove the reason why those journalists are the best fit to to work with them. And、uh, to answer the second part of your question, in terms of of really how we define growth, because we've just pivoted to this new service offering, really we're we're looking at kind of two different things. We're not only looking at you know gaining new users. And kind of scaling up that side of the business, but I think the other biggest thing is we're also looking at retaining those users and making sure that the platform is sticky 
in that they're not just using it once and never coming back, but that they're also coming back multiple times and essentially becoming more of like a legacy user, if you will, in that particular case. Okay. 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 That makes sense. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, what would you say at this point is? Your two major challenges that you face at one pitch today. I think there, there, there are two that really stand out in my mind. The first and foremost would be just competition. We're in a space right now that has, you know, there, there are a few very large companies who have a lot of the market share, and mm-hmm. most of these companies are full service, so they're not just focusing on, you know, pitching, for example, they're looking at pitching and, you know, tracking mentions of their brand. They're looking at, you know, the ROI that you get when your company gets, you know, inserted into a publication and that sort of thing. So that's been kind of tough for us is to, you know, to try to convert users who are used to this full service model, but also understand the value and the benefit of being able to find the right people to pitch. And that's been a really big problem for a long time in this industry. Yeah. And so, you know, again, I, I would say that's one of the the major challenges that we face. Um, the second one is just the sheer amount of journalists that are out there. And, you know, unfortunately, a lot of them are experiencing layoffs or furloughs. And so for us right now, we are maintaining our own database. And that's a very big challenge is, is keeping track of switching roles or changing of publications yes, who's, who's who's still working at where um and you know who's who's been retained who's moved to a new job who's moved to a new publication mm-hmm. oh. yeah yeah it's, it's very difficult and, and unfortunately you, exactly yeah and we we do fortunately have a few uh resources that we can refer to to ensure that our database is kept you know up to date but yeah. I mean, with with the news cycle happening as rapidly as it does now, sometimes, you know, it may take us a day or two to recognize if those changes have been made. And then again, our team has to go back and, uh, you know, from from an admin standpoint, make sure that all of our our contact records and company names and all, you know, the rules and the email addresses and all of that stuff is current because as a, as an end user, you know, if you, if you want to pitch somebody and they're no longer at that outlet or if the email is incorrect, then it really defeats the purpose of of using our service at the end of the day. Yeah, that's very true. That's very true. Um, and so, how did the pandemic affect your business? I see that um, in the last year or in the later part of last year, um, um, the business model has kind of slightly changed. But then, generally, mm-hmm. how did the pandemic affect you know one which is business? For us, we we definitely saw a slight drop off in our our user base um you know unfortunately with the pandemic a lot of folks either were you know like journalists they were either laid off or they were furloughed or their hours were cut so we we did see a slight change in 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 our user base and user activity and you know i feel very fortunate um not only as as a business owner but as someone who you know helps on our customer support team getting to speak with a lot of folks and you know hearing about the struggles they've had and being able to help them and so, as you know, as as awful as this pandemic has been for everyone as a society, as well as just the business industry, we really, you know, were able to to find an opportunity there. And again, we feel really grateful that we could 
you know, compile our minds together and brainstorm this kind of new service model and really, you know, seize the opportunity to make something better. And, you know, what I can tell you is since then, our, you know, our numbers, everything has been has been going up very rapidly. We're seeing a ton of traffic to the site. We're seeing a lot more user activity, a lot more conversions. So I feel like we've been really, really fortunate that the pandemic has not affected us as negatively as uh, it has with some other businesses. Yeah, yeah. That's actually really, really great to hear. I, I like how um, you um, focus so much on data and that guides you towards, you know, changing up things and focusing on mm-hmm. what matters the most. I think that has also, like, been really, really key, in, you know, in your growth. So my very last question for you is, mm-hmm. what is the biggest lesson you have learned so far building one pitch? What is the um, not so obvious thing that you would like to share with people about you know building a business like this? Yeah, that's that's a great question. I feel like I have so many answers that I could provide for that. Okay. Um, when I when I really do think about it, though, it kind of goes back to your last point, just about data, and. Yeah. You know, data data as a whole, looking at, you know, paying attention to, to analytics and to metrics, understanding user experience and user activity. And I think all of that kind of goes to, you know, the main point that, that I think I've learned thus far, which is really just listening to the customers, paying attention to what they're telling you, paying attention to their, you know, their positive and their negative feedback, being responsive to that, but also enacting change on behalf of that feedback. And I think that's something we've done really, really well. We've we've really honed in on, you know, speaking with customers one-on-one, yeah. hearing about their pain points, both in and out of our service, yeah. and really wanting to implement features and functionalities that at the end of the day are gonna make their job easier. They're gonna, you know, spend their time more efficiently and, you know, be able to get those results that they're looking for without having to, you know, to spend as much time and effort as they normally would. Yeah, I think that makes sense. Um, and I think that's actually really um, a great lesson to learn, um, you know, working with data, um, which is basically understanding your customers, being in constant touch with your customers to understand where their pain points are and to solve that directly. Um, I think this has been an amazing conversation. So I'd like to say at this point, thank you so much, Jared, for being here. Um, this has been great. Um, and, you know, I hope you also had fun, you know, with this conversation because I really, really enjoyed it. Um, and to everybody that is listening, um, make sure you check out One Pitch, especially if you are building a business, if you have consulting um, um, agency, we have a PR agency, we have a marketing agency. One pitch is um, a product that you should check out. Um, they could really help you um, streamline your business, help you um, make your work easier, right? And you know, that's why they're here. Yep. And every yep. other person that's listening, make sure that you're subscribed. You already know that every week we bring you amazing people like Jared on the couch to share their journeys and share the amazing products that building. And so um until next time, see ya. <laughs>